beautiful soul, pause for a moment. Feel the presence of God, universe, source, your angels, and spirit team wrapping you with love. God knows exactly who you are and has many purposes for you. How do you know which way to go in life? You listen to the positive, loving whispers coming from your heart. That's your intuition. And your intuition is the way your spirit team talks to you and guides you. It's a compass that has every answer you'll ever need. When you follow your heart, you're always on your path. So be confident. Love all of who you are because you're perfect. Follow your joy and let God show you how you can make this world better. To help you do that, here's today's episode. If you'd like to support this podcast, please tag at Angel Podcast and share this episode on your socials. Leave a five-star positive review. And if it calls to you, work with me at theangelmedium.com. Hello, beautiful souls. Welcome back to the Intuitive Kids podcast. I'm your host and author, Julie Jancis. And today we have on a really fun guest who I know you're going to love to get to know. Her name is Liz Weiss. And she is somebody, when you take a look at her Instagram, her TikTok, you are just going to want to eat up all of the food in all of the videos that she shows. Liz, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. Yay. And for anybody watching over on YouTube, Liz has the best wallpaper I have ever seen in the background. It is all pineapples, which just makes me want to go eat some pineapple right now. Me too. I'm getting hungry. You're going to be really hungry by the end of this interview. (laughs) So Liz, I want to start out here to kind of give you some background and the kids some background. I have had ADHD because when you have ADHD, you're born with it. It's the way your brain works. And a lot of people with ADHD, their brains go so fast. They're thinking a hundred miles a minute that they don't realize how much energy they're losing because they're just thinking all day long. And they're like, I'm not active most of the time, but I feel exhausted at the end of the day just from thinking so much. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times when I'm tired like this, I just want to go eat the very first thing that's in my pantry, chips, bread, whatever it might be, something easy. And I have learned over time the difference in vibration that my body feels within myself. And I sometimes think of my body as a battery with so much energy. And when my body's energy is high, I feel this yummy vibration, right? This higher vibration. And I've noticed by playing this game within my life of how some of the foods that I eat, like if I eat a half a bag of chips, I feel my energy is lower. That battery is lower. But if I eat strawberries or blueberries or 
you know, a good healthy meal, vegetables and different whole foods, my energy is higher. That battery increases, gets gets replenished, and um, it feels good to live that way. And I think sometimes when I was younger, I used to think like, why is my mom trying to take away the M&Ms? Why is my mom trying to take away, you know, like all of this food? But it isn't about that. It's about feeling and enjoying your life through your body sometimes. Do you find that as well? I totally agree with you because I know for me, when I'm eating lots of fruits and vegetables and whole foods, I feel, I just feel better. I feel not only do I have more energy, I do feel healthier. And what you've described with the fruits you're grabbing or the veggies, or I would expand it to nuts and and seafood and all these whole foods, what we're doing when we move in that direction of whole foods is we're consuming foods that are nutrient dense, packed with nutrition and energy dense. Some of them, not all. And those foods are fueling your body with so much goodness. I don't think, I don't look through this lens of deprivation. I look through a lens of what can I add to the diet? Positive nutrition. If you want to have a few M&Ms, fine, go for it. But what else are you consuming in the day? You have that sweet tooth? I'm going to create a parfait with Greek yogurt, and I'm going to add some fresh fruit, and I might add some crunchy whole grain cereal. So I'm getting fiber, I'm getting all those nutrients from the fruit and the calcium from the yogurt, and it tastes so good. So you're doing all that positive stuff for your body. You're satisfying your craving, and you're fueling your body with all that good stuff. Yeah. Eating is something that's unlike almost any other activity because we have to do it to survive and we eat multiple times throughout the day. And when we're eating together, it's community. We get to socialize. We get to hear about one another's day and talk and laugh and share. Preparing that food, though, can be an activity in itself that really teaches kids so much and brings us closer together as a family. Talk about this, because I know for a lot of mamas out there and dads, it's hard to integrate this in sometimes, but when we make it a priority and say, this is just going to be part of our family routine, even if it's you know, every Friday we cook together at first, and then maybe it's twice a week, and then maybe it's three or four times. How can we integrate this in? And how fun and magical can this be for children as well? I love this process of cooking with kids. It is hands-on. It is fun. It's a little chaotic. Set your expectation. Your kitchen will be a mess. I always say, think of cooking like an art project. I don't know one child who does not love an art project. You sit down with markers or crayons and your coloring book and your child could just do that all day. Mm -hmm. Food is the same. You're cutting, you're whisking, you're smushing. And and it's all this color, this texture, the, the smells, the aromas, the flavors. And so when we get our kids involved, they're having a ball. And it could be a simple task. You know, if you feel like, you know, my kid's kind of young, my child isn't going to have too much attention in the kitchen. That's fine. 
because you can give them one task. It's simple. They love repetition, right? They can do that whisking over and over. And then when they get tired of it, sit them down with a coloring book and let them color. Now, I will say um, on my website, Liz's Healthy Table, if you go to the cookbooks and freebies section, I have created three coloring cookbooks that you can download. They're only $3.99 each. And you can download these coloring pages and these recipes. And while you're making a recipe, let's say something with salmon, your child can color in that salmon coloring page. And so even though they might get bored with the, the, the whisking or whatever they were doing in the kitchen with you, they can sit down and color or they can play with Legos. But being in the kitchen with you and experiencing that process, the work it takes, the fun you're having. And if you feel like it's too much, do some prep the night before, a little meal prep, get some ingredients chopped, diced, sliced in the fridge so that maybe you're doing more of an assembly the next yeah. day. But the more we can cook with our kids, the more likely it is that they will appreciate food, they'll try new food, and they will ultimately see how much work it takes to get that beautiful meal on the table. Because it's not easy. I'm not going to lie. But if you're organized and you do stuff the night before, it can be a little bit easier. And as your kids get older, they can set the table, they can clear the table, and wow, they can do the dishes. When my boys were teenagers, I'm like, you're doing dishes tonight. And that's the that's the bonus. Trust me, that is a big bonus. That's amazing. Well, I love that we live in this day and age, too, where for, you know, mama's pro tip over here, if you have a Trader Joe's near you, a lot of grocery stores have pre-cut veggies mm, or pre-cut sure. this and that, where you pretty much just have to take the scissors, slice open the top, and it makes life so much easier. What are other pro tips that can make cooking and and cooking together easier? You know, I think the setting that expectation that things do not have to be perfect, right? Yeah. You know, I I always laugh when I see people making these homemade salad dressings where they're slowly whisking in the olive oil and my gosh, who's got all that time? <laughs> you're whisking, you're whisking. I literally put the ingredients to a homemade salad dressing in a mason jar. I put on a lid and I shake it. And what a fun activity for your kids to help you do. A little bit of extra virgin olive oil, lemon juice, a splash of honey, Dijon mustard, maybe a little bit of garlic or shallot, a little salt and pepper, and you shake it up and you've got a nice salad dressing that your kids can drizzle on those lettuce leaves. And if your child is somewhat finicky and may only eat plain lettuce, that's fine. Make the switch from uh, iceberg to romaine more nutritious, a little deeper color, a little greener. So make those baby steps, make a Caesar salad, top it, set out a bar. This is, oh, I love doing this with kids. You have taco night, salad night, pizza night, set out a build your own bar. Yeah. Uh, how about a, a loaded uh, baked potato night so that you have all these healthy toppings colorful toppings that your children, it might just be cheese one night, but maybe next week they're going to add some black beans or they're going to add some corn kernels to that loaded baked potato, whatever it might be, but putting it out there, exposing them over and over and being joyful and having a good time, being a good role model, eating it yourself. And it's okay not to love every food. Come on, let's be real. But the more you can role model, you know, that good behavior is it's just it, it's got to be a fun experience. Get rid of the distraction. If you can turn off the TV for a while and just focus on that food, that's even better. 
Amazing. One of the things that we love to do when we're cooking together as a family is um, we have an Alexa in the kitchen mm. and we have a Spotify playlist. So we just say, Alexa, play the Spotify playlist. And you know, we're hearing Taylor Swift and rocking out. And mm-hmm. that is so much fun. So when it comes to cooking and kids these days, I have an 11 year old who is constantly coming in and she, I love this. It's like the best part of my week. She'll come to me and she'll be like, mom, I just found this new recipe over on TikTok. I want to try this mom. I want to try this. And I've had to set the expectation that a lot of times we can't try it like that day because I can't just like get up and run to the grocery store and get everything. Um, But we can try it on Friday or we can go get the ingredients and make sure that that's on our list for like next week. There are so many new things that that kids can try. It's just so fun. That's the positive of social media. You know, there's a lot of negative to social media. But the positive is the discovery of new recipes. And when you see somebody create a recipe, it just comes to life. And then, of course, when a recipe goes viral, forget it. Everybody wants to make that feta pasta recipe or, you know, that green goddess salad. So there's a lot of good things. I I actually posted a recipe to TikTok. I thought it was going to go viral. Darn it. It didn't. It didn't. But I love this recipe so much. Where And you and I were talking about it before we started the interview. I make a raspberry mousse, a dessert, Mm -hmm. but it is made with, and I'm not into sneaky nutrition here, but it's made with frozen raspberries. Very simple. You can find it at any supermarket. Silken tofu, getting some good protein and good fats there. And you add that to a blender or a food processor. You whip it up with a little bit of maple syrup and some vanilla extract and a squeeze of lemon juice. And you have, and then you pop it in the fridge and let it kind of firm up a little. It is the yummiest raspberry mousse. You could add a little whipped cream on top. So that, to see that on TikTok or social media, and then to be able to make it yourself at home, what a cool experience for kids to see that come alive in their own kitchen. Well, and Liz, maybe it will go viral. Maybe, you know, you just never know. I hope so. Maybe your podcast will help that recipe go viral, right? Yes, that'd be great. When it comes to those recipes, there are some fun things to try. Um, One of the ones that my daughter brought up this year was around Halloween. She said, mom, instead of putting salt on the pumpkin seeds after we like rinse them and everything and pop them in the oven, she said, everybody's putting the cinnamon sugar on them. And I was like what cinnamon sugar on pumpkin seeds that can't taste good it was divine it was so (laughs) delicious I guess cinnamon sugar on anything but yeah yeah it was amazing that's so funny when I was a kid my mom would make toast and she'd add a little butter and she'd add cinnamon sugar to it it's just comfort food and of course you're getting all the great nutrition from those pumpkin seeds That's a bonus, but you're in the kitchen and you're cooking together. That experience alone, you know, if if children have the skills to cook, knife skills, they can slice an apple. As they get older, they will eat more fruits and veggies because they're able to handle those fruits and vegetables. And because they've been in the kitchen so often, they appreciate all these flavors and trying new foods. And to me, that's, that's where the magic happens in the kitchen. Just trying new foods, being together. It just it had such a, a a positive impact, and and I love how we're talking about the positive side of social media because yeah. we have to be careful as parents that kids are absorbing a lot of 
negative messages as well, especially distorted body imagery and things of that of that sort. So got to be careful with it, but steering them in the direction of recipes, that's a good thing. Yes. Well, and I think too, we just hired a local high school student because my daughter, we've watched all of the cake wars on TV. If you've ever seen that show, yes, Cake Wars, they make mm-hmm. like the coolest cakes and baking items. And so my daughter, for her birthday, we've started doing more experiences because now that she's 11, I think maybe when she was nine or 10, she had all of the toys that she wanted. She wanted more experiences. So there's a local high schooler who bakes these cakes that you could like compete in with cake wars. She's just amazing. And so we hired her um, to bake a cake with my daughter as an experience for her birthday. And um, actually, now that I'm thinking about it, I should have her on the show because what I learned through this is is just how much kids can come into a passion of their own. And it's not something that they have to do for a living. But this young woman, she's selling her cakes and made an entire business out of it. So she doesn't even have to work at like Starbucks or like the local (laughs) grocery store to make Mm -hmm. money as a, a high schooler. She's able to make a high school career out of her baking. That's incredible. It's and it's that it's that experience. I love that that gift you're giving to your daughter of the experience. It reminds me of, you know, when you go on vacation and you're in a, a town, a city you've never been to before. I always encourage people to try to do a local food walking tour to get because a you get to know this the the community the town the city a little bit better but you get to try all the local specialties and that's one of those experiences instead of like oh let's sit at the beach all day let's get out there and walk let's be together as a family let's do this walking tour and i i just think that's so much fun and it just it's the experiences rather than just like here's another toy right makes a big difference Yeah, a hundred percent. So tell us more about your favorite recipes. Like if families were going to start with a a couple family meals, a couple of like healthier, sweet treats, what would you have them start with? Mm. See, I always say, start with what you love and then tweak it to add some better nutrition to it. Let's talk about meatballs. You know, I love meatballs because I love comfort food. So if I were to make meatballs for the family, I would start with lean ground beef and lean meat, red meat in general, packed with protein and zinc and iron and all these nutrients we need to keep our immune system strong One as one example. And we all want to keep that immune system strong. So you're starting with that lean ground beef. I would then take a box grater and just shred a carrot. I'd peel a carrot, shred it. Takes a minute. A little bit of that shredded carrots going into the mix. I might add some breadcrumbs, whole wheat preferably, or some oats as that kind of starch to bind it up. I'd add an egg and then chop up some fresh basil. So now we have, and maybe a little Parmesan cheese, a little grated parm. Make your meatballs bake them to get them going. And then I cook them in a pot of bubbly pasta, you know, of a pasta sauce. Mm -hmm. So now I have my meatballs. And then for the pasta, it can be regular pasta. It can be one of the gluten-free bean pastas. You know, you're going to get more nutrition, more fiber. If you go with the bean pasta, go with your favorite pasta. And now you have this meatball dinner. And then on the side, just have a simple salad. 
So that's something I would do. Start with what you love and then make it a little bit healthier, if you will. I have another recipe that I adore because it's so easy and convenient. Corny salmon cakes. I just did a TikTok on this and you'll find the, the recipe on my website. And it's two cans of boneless, skinless pink salmon. You can use leftover baked salmon if you have it. Flake it up. And then I make patties out of it where I add some corn kernels, frozen corn kernels, what could be easier or canned or fresh. I add some Dijon mustard and eggs, some breadcrumbs, a few other goodies. And then I make them into these little patties, cook them in a skillet. So you've got those corny salmon cakes. And then you could top it with a little tartar sauce. I always love to have a, a salad on the side because it's a veg, right? We want to have veggies with every meal. So those are two very simple dinners. And then I have an apple crisp recipe on my website that I adore because it's chopped up apples. You could add pears to it. You could add blueberries. You could add strawberries. Anything goes. And I add so little sugar to it. You know, fruit is so naturally sweet. You don't really have to add a lot of sugar. And I find these crumbles and crisps are always very sweet. And I don't love that. I love it when it's just like, let the fruit speak for itself. Yes. And I might add a tablespoon of brown sugar and that's it. And then a nice topping that I make with oats and chopped up nuts. You could use pecans. You could use walnuts, pistachios, shake it up, a little yes. bit of um, teeny bit of brown sugar. And that's your topping. And that is a favorite. And then I love to top that with Greek yogurt. You don't have to always use ice cream, a little bit of Greek yogurt. So there's I let the food speak for itself. And it goes back to what you were talking about earlier, the whole foods. These are simple foods. They're accessible to everyone. Some are canned, some are fresh, some are frozen. And um, we want it to be affordable as well. And I do a lot with canned beans too. I will make, I will do all sorts of things. I might make like um, a quick soup with a can of black beans. I add a little bit of salsa. I might saute up some veggies first, maybe some bell peppers that I've chopped up, a little bit of onion. And it's really just like literally the can with maybe some corn kernels, some veggies, a little bit of salsa, and you have soup. So nice. that kind of thing. I love it. I like to be fast. I like to be comforting. And then I always want that value added, that good nutrition woven in. And then, of course, we cannot forget about breakfast. Mm -hmm. Such an important meal. I believe a lot of people... Well, what, let's just back up and say when people skip breakfast or they say, oh, I'm an intermittent faster, I'm not going to eat breakfast, they're missing out on so much fiber in the morning. If you're a cereal eater, ready to eat cereal eaters, eat so much more fiber than people who skip breakfast or eat another type of a breakfast. So if you're enjoying cereal at breakfast, add your favorite milk, top it with some fruit, and you're going to get more fiber. Research shows you're going to get probably less sugar in your day if you're starting the day with breakfast cereal. You're going to get more iron. We all need that iron. You're going to get more um, more potassium. So there's so much goodness to just starting your day with that very humble bowl of cereal. But again, add yeah. the fruit if you can. Yes. And to your point before, I have found that this year with fruit that you don't need anything else. You don't need any other type of sugar with some fruit recipes we went to costco towards the end of the year when they have all the christmas stuff and they had this ice cream maker but it has a sherbet option 
And so I take um, raspberries and I put them into the sherbet maker and just frozen raspberries and water makes the most delicious sherbet. You don't need any other sugar and it makes you feel so good. I love it. We call that nice cream in my dietitian world because people will do that with bananas. They'll take frozen bananas and they'll put them in a food processor or a blender. And then you could add the raspberries to it, right? So you could do like a banana raspberry nice cream. I love that. You could add, people will do it with bananas and a little bit of nut butter, like almond butter or peanut butter, maybe a little bit of cocoa powder. And you do like a chocolate peanut butter, nice cream. Oh my gosh. It's so good. It's so good. And you have to take these like containers out of the, like I freeze a couple of them at a time. You have to take them out, let them sit a little bit while you're watching a family show at night. But in like 10 minutes, you have the best like consistency to just scoop out. It's delicious. I love. That. I cannot wait for everybody to check out your Instagram, your TikTok, your website, your books. Tell everybody where they can find you on all those places. Sure. So my website is Liz's with an S, Liz's Healthy Table.com. And that's where you can check out my books and the, the coloring books, especially, which I think your audience would really enjoy. My Instagram is at Liz. Weiss, L-I-Z-W-E-I-S-S. And on TikTok, I am at Nutrition by Liz. But if you go to my website, you can click through to all my social media that way and then just check out all my recipes. And I love to hear from people. Uh, if you have questions, you know, just you know, email me directly or just post it on one of my social channels. Amazing. Oh, thank you so much for being here, Liz. And thank you for all the creativity that you bring into this world and into our tummies through food. Well, it was a pleasure. Thanks for having me. I enjoyed it. Of course. Want more episodes? Check out our parent podcast, Angels and Awakening. Beautiful souls, if you're super excited to develop your own intuition, go to theangelmedium.com and become an angel member today. Angel membership is for the whole family. Parents get access to hundreds of hours of past course content, new intuitive development circles, events, small groups, and more. And now kids get access to spiritual workshops, pre-recorded energy healings, and live events just for them. Start today at theangelmedium.com. And if you're the family who's really excited, you're ready to go all in developing all of your unique spiritual gifts, kids ages 14 and up can now enroll in my Angel Reiki School with a parent. That's for the healers among us who feel called to grow their intuition to the max and serve humanity with their gifts. You'll learn Reiki energy healing, mediumship, how to deliver angel messages, and how to start your own family business. That's the Angel Reiki School at theangelmedium.com. Details are in the show notes. Now, do you want to do an exercise with me? Imagine God is pouring unconditional love through the top of your head. This unconditional love fills your body with yummy, shimmering energy from head to toe. So much so that God's love begins to radiate out from your entire body, from your heart, like rays of energy radiating out from the sun. Imagine God's infinite, unconditional love flows from your heart to everyone you love. 
to everyone in your school, to everyone listening to this podcast, and back to you. Your angels remind you they're always looking out for you, guiding you, directing you, protecting you. Talk to God and your angels all day long and listen to your heart for the positive, loving messages they have just for you.